Hello, and welcome to the ADHD Manual Podcast. My name is Abby Chow. I'm a marriage and family therapist, an ADHD certified clinical services provider, and a proud ADHDer. This is a podcast for people with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and those who love us, which covers pretty much everybody. Growing up with a colorful brain and a black and white world can make us feel like aliens. The manual we were given to guide us through life doesn't have any diagrams of the parts we have. I've decided to stop throwing away my parts and start throwing away this useless manual to write my own. So kick off your shoes, have a seat, and take a break from fitting yourself into a mold that's not your shape. You belong here. Allies, welcome to the ADHD planet. ADHDers, welcome home. Hello, everyone, and happy October, uh, ADHD Awareness Month, or Acceptance Month, I think more appropriately. Um, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who's not aware of ADHD, but plenty of people don't accept it, so happy ADHD Acceptance Month. Um, I hope you are celebrating appropriately. Um and in honor of that, you know, I was kind of doing a, an impromptu series on executive functions. Um, and I was originally planning on talking about, um, what was it? Self-monitoring as an executive function today. Um, but I'm going to be real with y'all. I had a pretty rough week. Um, I mean, some of it was just personal stuff, um, and then, uh, but also it was kind of a lot of just coming up against some, some friction. Um, you know, you know, sometimes where you just have like one of those days or, or weeks or something or moments when you just feel like even more out of place as a neurodivergent person. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes you can kind of glide through and it's okay and it's not a really big deal or, um, you know, it's more of a, a positive or, or whatever, depending on the moment. But then other times it just feels like, yeah, just like sandpaper, you know, (laughs) just, you know, I just felt like it was one of those weeks where I just kept running into moment after moment of, of reminders that I'm different (laughs) and, and that, um, sometimes it feels like, or it's perceived like my different is bad. And it was just, uh, I've just found myself really dwelling on that lately. And, um, you know, especially in the context of I've uh, been doing a lot of self-reflection and um, a lot of considering other, let's see, how to, I'm not going to say too much on this because maybe I'll talk about it eventually, but for right now it feels very vulnerable and personal, but um, just thinking about other other elements of neurodivergence that might uh might be pretty central to who I am. So I'm just in kind of a, um, a flux and a lot of examination and it's, it can feel like sometimes I'm just like really sitting in the grime (laughs) or 
are the negativity and I just really needed, especially, you know, during this ADHD acceptance month and um, just really needed some, yeah, just a break and, uh, you know, uh, just a bit of a, uh, you know, a chance to spend some time in what I love about my brain. So that's what I hope today will be. Um, and yeah, it will be very um, specific to myself, but, um, and so I, I get it if no one else is interested in that, but um, I, I hope maybe it helps somebody else maybe, um, but that's what today, I want today to be. I want today to give uh, a love letter to my neurodivergent brain. Um, who is feeling sad <laughs> and out of, uh, out of step and is having trouble right now seeing what's really special and beautiful about it. So brain, here's my love letter to you. I want to pick you up and, uh, cheer you up and show my appreciation for you, um, because I don't do that enough. And, um, or, no, I don't want to say I don't do it enough. I, because there's, I don't want to do any shoulds. I don't want to do any shoulds right now or any, um, you know, pointing out anything I'm doing wrong. <laughs> um, I just want it to be, I want to appreciate you. Let's say that instead. Um, and I know you've had some moments where it's been tough and the the neurotypical uh world is just really chafing you <laughs> um in a lot of ways right now you know like uh you know moments when you're really excited about something and really interested in something um that no one else is maybe <laughs> And that can feel really alienating and wrong. Um, but I want to, I want to tell you that it's, uh, that it's amazing that you're so passionate and that you're so knowledgeable. And, um, I think, I think neurotypical values put a lot of emphasis on, you know, being able to do a wide variety of things, but it's okay that you're super interested in only a couple things <laughs> you know I think that makes you uh makes you great at office trivia for one <laughs> um you know and that's because you're that's one of your super focused interests um and uh you know there's there's a lot of beauty and how much joy you feel and it can feel sometimes like you're like you feel too much or um you enthuse too much or you're overwhelming and um and I want to tell you that your intensity is really rich and vibrant and um and contagious you feel big joy, like your mom says, and, uh, and we need that. <laughs> Our world needs big joy. 
we have big misery. <laughs> Why shouldn't we get that too, right? Um, and then it's it's a really great thing that you can get so much excitement out of out of things like that. And it also makes you pretty easy to buy gifts for. <laughs> you know, like it's uh, it's a pretty safe bet that if you get something um, as a birthday gift in one of these on one of these topics, you're gonna you're gonna be a happy camper. <laughs> And uh, isn't that great? Doesn't that help everybody else? <laughs> they want to get you something, something you like, and uh, you know it's always so hard to figure out like what to get for somebody who doesn't have really <laughs> laser focus interests like that. So that's a real plus. And I know lately you've been um, feeling some shame about about. Uh, working kind of slow sometimes and um you know at the humane society and uh you just spent hours <laughs> cleaning um cat cubbies and really getting really consumed in that task and um and it you know it 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 could feel like you were spending too much time on it and it felt like maybe you were wrong for doing that but I want to remind you that you're meticulous and you're careful and you and exactly what careful means literally right you're full of care <laughs> you know you're you just care so much and you really want to do a good job and um it's hard for you to just, uh, just leave the, the little, uh, you know, the little flecks of, of lint on the window of the cubby, <laughs> you know, it's hard to just leave that there without taking extra care to wipe them off. And, um, and that's a great thing. And that's a valuable, a valuable quality that it's really important. And I know sometimes it can feel like uh, you can feel some shame at like not not showing affection in the way that it sometimes feel like you should. And um, I want to remind you of of something. Your wife, our wife, is <laughs> this is where the third person thing gets a little weird, but. Um, Sure, your wife. <laughs> your wife said the other day that um, she really loves when you watch TV together and comment on it, even if you're doing different things at the same time. And I want to remind you that it's okay to show affection differently, and it encourages other people to explore what they need also, you know? and communicate what they need and communicate and interpret affection in different languages and that's a really cool thing next is that i know sometimes you feel really confused at what's going around you know going on around you and and can feel like other people are just keeping up 
um, in ways that it feels like you can't. And so I want to tell you that I love, I love that sometimes you get confused because you're just hardwired to make and seek connections um, where others can't or don't. You know, sometimes you're uh, have trouble keeping up with a conversation because you're you're at the same time making all these connections between a billion different things at once, and that's really cool. And it makes you a good therapist. You know, you see links where you know other people might not see it and it can be really illuminating to people and it can really help people and it can be really really comforting and validating for somebody who feels like a a jumbled bag of mismatched puzzle pieces and the ability to look in this bag of of pieces and find the ways that they fit together is really beautiful and really needed and you bring a lot of a lot of reassurance to people who need it i love that you notice everything and i know that's overwhelming and so exhausting to to feel everything at once at a uh, 11 level intensity and um, sometimes it can feel kind of shameful to to have needs that don't feel like they fit with other people's and to to uh, sometimes it can feel kind of shameful to be so affected by the weather and to really need you know a, a balanced temperature and the right humidity and the right environment and sometimes you just feel like Goldilocks you know <laughs> bouncing between beds and constantly you know getting kicked out of the baby bear bed and chair and stuff and and forced to sleep in the bed that you're supposed to and and that can, sometimes I can feel like you're wrong. I can feel like maybe I should sleep in the adult bed. <laughs> maybe that that's where I'm supposed to be. And, and I want to remind you that, that your heightened senses are really cool and really valuable. You know, like, it can feel very shameful to need, need things a certain way all the time. But you also notice little things, like when someone's voice takes on a slightly different pitch. And sometimes you can even feel when somebody's body heat changes. Or you can... You can tell differences between very subtle smells and sounds and you have you have an ear for rhythm and you want to seek out that kind of steady pattern in everything you see and hear 
and that can be really important. People want to be noticed. People want to be seen. And you see them. And that's beautiful. And I know sometimes it can feel like your limited attention is a real setback. And I want to tell you that I love that you can cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time. I mean, isn't that what therapy is? <laughs> Being able to kind of keep up and you have a limited amount of time to tackle important things and isn't it kind of great that you don't need a lot of small talk to really sink into important real stuff? And isn't it really nice that that other people don't feel like they have to wade into a conversation with you. They can jump into the deep end. I love that you have a very sensitive bullshit monitor and you can tell pretty quickly when someone's not being authentic or when someone's talking just to talk. And I love that you start to get bored when you know you can sense that the other person isn't invested in what they're saying either. <laughs> and I love that when someone else is invested, you get invested too. I love that you can sense that. And even though sometimes it's really difficult to picture the future and in this time when we're trying to figure out what the future is going to look like, that can feel like a real disadvantage. So I want to say that I love that you can be wholly present. Because that's what that means. If you can't picture the future, that means you see the now so clearly. And that's really awesome. Some people spend their whole lives trying to stay in the now and trying to figure out their preferences and figure out what makes them passionate and what sets them on fire. And you already know, and that's really beautiful. When you're looking out into the, the sea of other of neurotypical brains, it can feel like you're just floundering, like you're just all alone. And it's really scary to not see yourself anywhere else. Which is why it's really important that you're out there showing yourself because there's other brains out there that are feeling the same way. That are looking out into the neurotypical wasteland thinking, but where am I? And you can be that mirror. You can be that brain that other brains look at and say, oh, thank God, I thought I was the only one here. <laughs> and people love you for that. People love that you see a little differently and talk a little differently and hear a little differently and smell a little differently and people need that 
I need that. You work so hard. You work so hard and it's... Sometimes it feels like all the messages you get are telling you you're not working hard enough. But you are. My lovely, interesting, different, quirky, neurodivergent brain. You're enough. You're more than enough. And I love you. And I love that you work so hard every day to keep me, keep me breathing and keep me loving and laughing and living. And you make me me. And that's pretty damn cool. I look forward to getting to know you more. Love, Abby. I know this is different and bizarre and I'm I'm thankful that you listened anyway and I'm thankful that you're here and I I hope that you can also take a moment this ADHD acceptance month to send your own love letter to your beautiful brain who's fighting so hard every day to keep you moving and keep you, you. And it's doing a great job. And I know I speak for many, many people when I say, I love your brain. And I wouldn't have it any other way. All right. Thanks for sticking with me today. I feel a little better. (laughs) I think I needed that. So thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day in October. See you next time. That's all for this episode, but there is plenty more at my website, theadhdmanual.com. That's T-H-E-A-D-H-D-M-A-N-U-A-L.com. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit at The ADHD Manual. Do you have a question, comment, or story? Then I want to hear it. Email me at theadhdmanual at gmail.com. Very special thank you to my brother, Joe Miner, for composing this theme music. And thank you so much for listening. And remember to be kind to yourself. See you next time.